Welcome to episode 144 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am joined by Kevin. We are two artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Disney, Hulu, Spotify, Amazon Prime, wherever you get your content. We take a chunk of it, we watch it, we talk about it. This week we are talking about traders. We're talking about... We talk about Ted, the TV series. I think we talk about Lone Wolf and Cub. We talk about the Deadpool trailer. We talk about the X-Men trailer. We talk about upcoming Oscar movies. We talk about comedy. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to Spotify, heading over to iTunes, rating, reviewing, liking, subscribing. All of these good things really help us out. On top of that, you can go to Instagram at The Endless Cast and give us a follow over there. We put a part to go with each episode and you can send us a message there. You can send us a direct message. You can tell us you agree with us. You can tell us you disagree with us. You can suggest something for us to watch. Or you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Actually, you know what I was thinking? Or, you know, I realized. Am I not hitting record? I have no idea. I have it recorded. Okay, okay, this is part of it. Okay, let's go. Just, just you know, feeling it, pal. Feeling it out. I was feeling it out. I was letting the flow. Piggy! I was making tea this morning. Uh-huh. Well, yesterday I realized I rang out tea bags, but it was too late. It was nighttime. Mm. And I had a buddy of mine over. Right. Uh, shout out to Terry. It was great fun. Shout out to Terry. Um, shout out to Terry. Um, actually, I would have watched... I've watched a good bit lately, but I don't like. I, I, there's more. I can't remember. Oh, I watched Dream with Nicolas Cage. That was interesting. But uh, do you know that one? Dream scenario. Dream scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, that Mandy piece that you're helping me with, mm-hmm. the guy didn't like it. So we're doing something else, unfortunately. Uh, it was a horrible image and a bad choice. That's why we were like kind of. That norm- I'd never normally send designs out to customers beforehand, but it was mm-hmm. just like. He's taking a day off from work and traveling up, and it's like kind of fair is fair in that sense. And uh, it, like, yeah, it was a trickier one, so we're just like, okay, let's see if we can do it before you even come up. But mm-hmm. uh, he's settled on something else now, so it's fine. Great. Um, so I have two weird drawings of Nicolas Cage covered in blood, if anybody yeah, wants that. No, don't worry about that. Um, um, but I realized I uh, ran out of tea late last night. Right. So it's just like, oh, fuck it. We just, we just, we, so we use the same tea bag, right? So then it came to later. And we wanted more tea, so we were just like, yeah, I didn't throw the tea bag out because I knew it was the last one. So I reused it, right? right. Woke up this morning, I was like, oh, fuck, I have no tea. I didn't throw the tea bag out. Right. So I reused it. So how many cups did you get on this one tea bag? Yeah, like five, six. All right. I'm just saying, people are complaining about cost of living crisis. Spending too much money on tea bags. Just buy, just buy a box and use it for the next hundred years. The endless stream does not. The views of Kevin McNamara do not represent those of the endless stream and its other participants. Uh, please make your tea like regular human beings. Uh, good cups of tea are important. This this um, this tea is, in fairness, is the weakest. It's not great. The the fifth or sixth cup of tea off the, the one tea bag. Sixth, yeah. The sixth. sixth cup of tea off a tea bag is the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, you got to make do. You got to use what you have. You got to mm-hmm. improvise, adapt, mm-hmm. overcome, as Vincent mm-hmm. from Collateral once said. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, no, that's not that's not for me, old buddy, old buddy, old pal. That's not yeah. for me. All right, um, Mister Missing Your High Castle. Ooh. With your with your with your. Go on. 
their uh, Capri Suns and, and Penguin Bars. You call me at my school lunches. That's a, that's a deep cut to your previous that's episode. That's a deep cut. That, that's, <laughs> it's interesting that that's like stuck in your brain. Like, uh, like 10-year-old no. Aiden had a penguin bar in his lunchbox. I uh, I um, recently, I was listening to episodes that I, I, I missed and I wasn't on. And I was listening to them. And uh, that just happened to kind of, you know when something automatically plays? But it played like kind an of midway episode. through an old episode. And it was that conversation, oh but I, I was I was a tune, and like you know I was a tune, so I couldn't really change it. But it was so funny. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah. We, we were essentially we had established that you, you and Brian were extremely privileged city boys, and that I was a very just just kind of unfortunate and neglected. Yeah, no, uh, no, we know you told us you would, you would you would take a penguin bar and you would chew on it, and then you would yeah. put it out, and then you would chew on chew on the chewings. Yeah, and you'd get you'd get about five goes out of a five, five or six goes at the five same thing. Five or six goes bar. out of yeah. a penguin bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would, yeah. You I'm would, resourceful. You would pick up a penguin, then you would pick up a penguin, then you would pick up a penguin, then you would pick up a penguin. You would pop up, pop up, pop up, pick up a penguin. Yes. Um. Last night was the second and last performance of the Just One Law Seen and Heard show that we were doing at Smock Alley. Yeah. So I just want to apologize because I only saw that last night. Really, while you're doing it. No, I uh, look, kind of. I've just, I've been taking a bit of a mental health break from the old social media. No, but but you're what? You're apologizing for what? Not coming? Not attending? Or? Yeah, not attending. Don't not being aware. Don't worry about that, man. You've been to enough improv. You've you've mm. you've sat through enough of my bullshit. But I do like it. But yeah. Oh, you do like, I like it? Okay, cool. Well, no, well, there, no, there was a, there I was like actually, seeing. There was a I like funny show before y- us as well. I like seeing you happy on stage. Oh, I don't actually like. Oh, that's uh, very good of you. The rest of it. No, I do. But I, no, no, but I, it's, I, I essentially, I, it is, I do enjoy seeing you on stage, being happy. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is just true. It's the only reason I go. Oh, you're a good, you're a good friend. You're a good friend, Kev. I could do more. Oh. Did you see from the tweeties that Owen Macaulay of Pulse College and Lightning Strike Comics yes. has started a Tala Academy of Sequential Art? Yes, so I kind of read about it last night. Pulse. Yeah. To teach comics? Surely you could get a a, a place in that course. Teaching. As, oh, okay. I thought you were like... No, yeah. uh, you're, you're fine. I don't know. I mean, I did mention to him... Like, he, he's told me that. And I was like, oh, cool. If you're looking for tutors or whatnot. But it is a it is a fine line of like... It's not like I'm a published comic book artist in a, in a, in a major significant way. But like... But I... But you can definitely art, buddy, and like you, you know sequentials. Like, like, do you remember when we did the the course with Declan? Mm. And like, to be fair, I think you and I kind of got a little bit, got a little bit, well, got a little bit less feedback because all the points or all the things that we made and said were just like intuitive of sequential art or comic artists. But that's only because you and I have probably consumed more of this stuff, literally just from, uh, you know, artists. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we weren't, I, because like I would have consumed. I, I say even at this stage, more comics for their art than stories and ex- mm. you know. Do you know what I mean? Like we 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 well, there's took an a element of we're, we're both we both work in illustration to some degree. Yeah, we both work in uh, narrative storytelling. Yeah, uh, to some degree, we both we both studied that stuff. Both, we both studied that stuff. We were going along because we'd never seen a course mm. in comic related stuff. Mm. You kind of know Declan to begin with. We've had yeah. him on the podcast. He's a great dude. Yeah, we'll get him back having, as well. Having great success. Congratulations on Old Dog and now the massive success of the Thundercats. Thundercats, release. yeah, wild. Um, um, that's gone nuts, which is amazing. 
yeah, him and uh, Drew Moss. But yeah, I got it. I got a, a couple of issues of it uh, for the crack. Yeah. Um, um, so we were just we were like his lectures were great. Like he was he was bringing up beautiful examples of of good narrative storytelling. Um, but like from what we do, there was nothing particularly new in what we were consuming or learning. Um, and like I don't discount or dismiss the like you know the the hundreds and thousands of hours that go into sitting at a desk drawing comic pages like we 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 are we are not doing that the the it's one thing knowing the theory it's an entirely different thing sitting down as Declan does day in day out and putting yeah. out pages so yeah you and I run the course and we're just like yeah we kind of get this it's a different was, thing setting down to sort of put the processes in place to but draw I, comics I, efficiently and meet deadlines. But I was literally going to say, like, kind of like, you know, I, I, obviously we'd have tons to learn if we were actually doing it. But I think, like, the only thing that we lack is essentially the hours doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, we're, we're I a little can't bit more. Who I spoke to some comic artist years ago, I met. It was like, he was in the animation industry, but he was working comics as well. And he was just like, a lot of it is just, like, a lot of people can draw comics. It's just who's going to sit down and do it. Yeah. Like, this is, this is what, like, so lately, and it's only lately, but people have been asking me, like, kind of how to get in the tattoo industry or what can they do and all that kind of stuff and I was tattooing one gentleman recently and he was saying that this 15 year old kid uh, is interested in it and like you know kind of what's the best way to do it should I do this and should I do that and blah 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 and I was just like it's just tattooing is just another medium mm-hmm. like in ter- but like you, there's nothing you can really do basically it's just like anything that's worthwhile for anybody if someone wants to get into the tattoo industry the, the best way to get into it starting right now is just picking up a pencil and a pad like, it's nothing to do with fake skin, needles, types of machines. It's like you're jumping the gun, you know? And Just get out there and draw. Yeah, it'd be like kind of saying, like, kind of like, yeah, oh, I, I want to, like, kind of, you know, I want to learn how to, to like, yeah, it'd be like saying, oh, I want to learn how to animate. And then going off and buying, like, you know, all the excessive, like, you know, digital pads and animation software, blah, 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 but not actually kind of just being, like, just draw. It's like just, you can, you can, all oh, you can tattoo. It's just another medium. It's like being like, I do watercolor and I want to learn how to acrylic. It's just like, that's fine. Like, it's just, it's just you're learning a different medium, but you have to have that basis. So it's like, the, if you want to get a tattoo and just pick up a pencil and draw, you work on your portfolio, you drop into a tattoo shop and that's it. But it's just, it's, it's like, and then if you get a good apprenticeship, they'll make you draw for the first, like, say, six, seven months, maybe, you know, you'll just be drawing, drawing, drawing. That's it. Mm. Draw, draw, draw. Draw, 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 dude. You don't need you don't need machines or pencils. Just draw. Same with comics. I was saying like you can we can always just like you know you're looking at something on TV and you're like oh, I wonder what brush that guy's using or I wonder what you know pencils she's using and it's like that's all irrelevant. All you got to do is take that fucking like you know you could you can go to the your giant today buy pencils and an, and, and and a drawing pad and that's it. That's all you need. And just get into drawing. Just get into drawing. And if you want to make comics, just make comics. I, 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 you know, I say that as someone who wants to get into comics and actually doesn't make them. But uh, when I say, it, you, you know what I mean when I want to get into them, you know, I just like, uh, just purely for myself. You want you know? to be drawing comics. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Like, that's the thing as well. Like, I, I do as much as I love comics. It's like, oh, how much money is in comics for the mm-hmm. average? Like, the, I, I remember distinctly the point where I looked at uh, my stack of comic books and I looked at the names of the artists and I was like, well, I know... I've seen this guy draw one comic or three comics since like he's not done anything else. Like the amount of people that like draw a comic or get in and do a couple of comics and go, Oh, this is not viable. And I'm going to die trying to meet these deadlines and um, forget this, you know, we're out. 
But yeah, and then we even get on to this. Um, Tala. No, sorry, you started talking about Tala. Uh, yeah. All my colleagues and Tala. Uh, do you know? I don't. I'm not. I don't think I know him. Not really well. Not really yeah. well. Um, he, you know, he's had Lightning Strike comics for years. And yes, I know Lightning Strike. He published a bunch of stuff, and he published a bunch of Phantom stuff. And oh, he, that was it. Yeah. So I did a, a four page uh, contribution to that. And our buddy Bob did uh, Speakeasy as a comic. And, okay, that was true. That was uh, true. Lightning, Lightning Strike as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have that. Shout out to Bob. Um, shout out to Bob. It's a great comic. I've read it. Um, uh, yeah, like I, I've, I've talked to him a bit through teaching. And I was talking to him there. And like it was the first time teaching at Pulse for since 2019 as well so like he expected well he didn't expect anything he didn't recognize me when i came in because i didn't have a beard glasses and long ass hair um you've you've to be fair he didn't I'm a, recognize I'm a changeable you. fella he, but he didn't recognize you because you had a bit of a glow up no oh, let's not do that i just uh, <laughs> i just like, oh no Eddie, you are hideous you look great now okay cool um <laughs> No, but like I've like I've cut my hair, I've grown my hair long, I've had a beard, I've had a longer yeah. Oh, beard, yeah, you're I've had a shorter beard, I've had glasses, I haven't had glasses. Like I've had like I'm like a fucking Yes. What's the the thing with the iron filings where you drag the hair around? Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Um, sort of. I don't, but yeah. So anyways, so you met Owen Impulse. Yeah, no, but I'm just Thailand. saying it's exciting to to see somebody making a swing at like a course in in Absolutely comic specific dude. illustration. And I have, you know, absolutely. And I've, I was look, reading up about it last night. And they have online classes, and they'll have obviously in in person classes. What do you call that? In classes. School class? In classes. Just classes. You're right. Uh, physical, real people classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, you know, I'm not necessarily. I'll, you know, I'll, certainly when they announce the lecturers, that'll be interesting to see who's going to be teaching there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I support it. I think go for it. Why not? It's great. I would have loved something like that when I was a kid. Loved it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's cool. I don't know what's going on. Like, where did you see anything about the, the content or the the, the structures? Um, Facebook, maybe? Okay. Facebook, I think. Set to be located in Tallow, this academy will be led by practicing industry professionals in the field of comic book production, offering unique perspectives and opportunities for students to develop their portfolios and gain publishing experience. This new skills-focused initiative will be open to both online and in-person attendees, with a limited number of scholarships available to participating students. The academy will also sponsor a new grant program to support graduate work and their entry into the industry. Mm. Cool. Um, Where are you right, well, that? Mm-hmm. That's Facebook. That's where I'm assuming you got it. Let's move forward. Um, news, news this week. Um, let's get the nerd stuff on the table. Um, mm-hmm. There was finally a Deadpool trailer. Yes, as you did watch it, you, I did, I did. Now I've had a couple of people like Brian was dropping stuff into the uh, into the WhatsApp with uh, with. Um, you know, updates. Oh, it's common or whatever. I don't think that he's particularly enthusiastic about it but he's just um uh you know he's a he's a he's a he's a movie guy you know he was keeping us appraised um but like i didn't see i didn't see much that i i didn't see much new i wasn't like it's fun it's good rhythm um what did you think uh because I, I just recently rewatched the first two there christmas time and stuff uh like look for me it looks fun 
you mm. know. Yeah. Um, I know our the hour of dower has fallen upon the endless dream, but I I will rise above it and oh, say, no, 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 oh no 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 don't rise above it, stay down. But um, no, it's a uh, it's great. I I think it looks like a lot of fun. Um, you know, I'm excited to see Wolverine. I'm excited to see like all the multiverse stuff. I, I'm, I'm surprised I'm saying it because I'm so sick of the multiverse, but I think this could be done in a quite a humorous way. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it looks good. I, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, we got the the opening scene, the birthday party. Um, we can see Rob Delaney there, who also popped up in the Argyle film. Rob Delaney is he's he's getting good little um. He's great. Good little cameos going on with just, I think, maybe even just being an American guy who's already in the UK when they're shooting um, is going to help. If people haven't seen it, people need to watch Catastrophe that he co-created with Shannon Horan. Sharon Horgan. Horgan. Uh, It's brilliant. It's one of Emer's favorite shows. And she said that she would rewatch it. And Emer never wants to rewatch anything. So everybody should put that pipe in their smoking and watch Catastrophe because it's fucking good. Because Emer said so, you pieces of shit. Put that pipe in your smoking. Why why are you listening to us? What the fuck are you listening to us for? Get the fuck. Watch some Catastrophe, you shitheads. I was watching Married at First Sight. Very Uh, stressful. And uh, (laughs) conversational style. A person, <laughs> it's, it's loose trends. It's like reading the Ulysses. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, it's a stream of consciousness and developing thoughts. An endless stream of consciousness. Go for it. <gasps> oh, you did that thing. Oh, that's it. That's a good. Play. That's a good way to end the show. We'll just end it now, and then we'll just we'll just we'll just chat. So, uh, yeah, the Deadpool trailer looks good. I see Shatterstar is back. I only saw it once, and I don't remember Shatterstar in it at all. Yeah, Shatterstar, can't remember. For some reason, I feel like he got chopped to pieces by a helicopter. But oh, uh, I don't know why. People, to be fair. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, okay, long story short. Yes, I think Deadpool looks like fun. I love the first two movies, uh, yeah. and, I, and I still love the first two movies, and I'm excited for Deadpool. Well, there's the... Um, there's the... I'm trying to just, I'm trying to, like, I know what you're saying. You're trying to whip whip through a little bit here. But um, we've got the TVA. We've got Deadpool brought in. We've got this guy called Paradox. I don't know anything about Paradox. He's the guy interviewing him. Um, we see him putting on the suit. He refers to the Marvel Universe. Like, I'm Marvel Jesus. And I was like, I don't know that I want him referring to the Marvel Universe. No, oh, I don't just, know. You just I, don't read comics, man. You just don't get comics. You don't get Deadpool. You just don't forward breaks. Are you? Are we talking about the thing you insisted we talk about, or are you gonna yes. just buzz past it? Because like I'm oh. trying to give it, I'm trying to give it the respect that you seemed to want to give it, and now you're like, hey, we gotta move past. Um, which well, no, I think no. is you I said you don't respect. Quickly. I said you don't respect Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm here trying to respect and talk to you about it, and you're, you're just, just. Um, what what do you think about him mentioning like name checking the Marvel universe as a concept? No, oh, it doesn't really bother me. Kind of to be honest. Oh, okay, cool. I think it's gonna be. Like, I think it's. I think you're gonna to have to. Basically, I think you're gonna to have to accept that fact because I think the whole movie is gonna be about the quote unquote Marvel universe or the Fox universe. Yeah, that's fucking weird, isn't it? Like seeing the giant Fox logo. Um, I, yeah. how cool would that Wolverine reveal have been if we didn't know he was coming? I know. Um, yeah, that's kind of like frustrating with the world as well. It's like it would have been so good if we just didn't know. 
I know, and there's a lot of spoilers lately for all, like all the Marvel stuff. Like you know, it's just yeah, you see you see all the set photos everywhere. Scene, yeah, yeah. A bit of a bummer. But that, that that was like that years ago, and then it kind of calmed down. So obviously, just taken off again. Mm. Taylor Swift gonna be Dazzler. Say that again. Pardon me. Taylor Swift is going to be Dazzler, apparently, but I don't know if that's actually true. In Deadpool? Yeah. That's weird. I, I, look. It's a rumor. Might not be we, yeah, we know I love the Marvel Universe, but by the time it's just a fucking, uh, by the time it's just a, like, platform for cameos. Yeah, it's just lame. I'm just like, I don't care. Like, yeah, like Anchorman 2 can get fucked, you know, by the time it's just like, and there's Will Smith, and there's Brad Pitt, and there's yep. whatever, and there's whatever. Yep. It's like, I, I don't never... Care. I don't even think I watched Anchorman 2 yeah. fully the way through. And I'd say I watched Anchorman 1 like maybe 7,000 times. Yeah. Yeah. No, the second one was just. Um, the second one was just um, a hang for a whole bunch of actors who were having fun, you know? Yeah. So, um, boo earns. Um, and I'm, I'm worried that that's what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is slowly becoming. Um, yeah. Cool. What else? We had an X Men animated series trailer. Um, yep. Looks a bit weird. Looks a bit weird. The old one looks a bit weird. Anyway, um, the old one looks rubbish. Yeah. There's there's a moment in the trailer that I can't quite kind of get over where Wolverine is running and Gambit mm-hmm. jumps on his back. Yes, and, and, and rides and, him. But also Gambit charges Wolverine with kinetic energy, and he has kinetic claws. Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't notice that. Um, that requires maybe a lot of explaining what's going on maybe, in order to make that make sense to an audience. Maybe, but maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe I'm wrong, and I just thought that that's what it looked like in the trailer. I could be completely wrong, but uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that in the comics. But again, I could be completely wrong. Uh, I don't know what kinetic claws are because we've sort of like we've indicated that anything kind of gets charged. Maybe that's my uh, old impression of what Gambit does. But my old impression was once he charges it, that shit's going to explode, right? Mm. Or does yeah. he does he hit it off something and it diffuses it? I I don't know. It's a good question. Oh, sorry, my computer had a freak out there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I think Morph is is um the character of Morph has has stirred some controversy. Old cartoon versus new cartoon. Yeah, and Morph being like non-binary or something. Oh, I don't even deal with that. Oh well, it's 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 fucking nonsense, anyways. Because, like, you know, if you think of a character that, like, can can be anything or anyone, that character is not binary. Yeah. I guess it's just talking about it. Uh, X-Men fans push back against anger over non-binary character. Uh, X-Men 97 take on Morph is already making bigots mad. X-Men 97 confirms one character is non-binary in Disney Plus revival. It's like, yeah, well, it's fucking it's obvious. It's the chameleon person who can change. Yeah. identity and gender but also it's anybody they fucking want to be because they're all fictional yep. it's all just yep. a bit of fucking crack yep, and gives couldn't a give a shit let's move on then I guess okay. um, it's cool seeing like the Magneto thing it's interesting seeing the voices being yes. yeah. back um, back the ones that are back versus the ones that are not back as well like that's not the same Magneto right or I don't think so if it is uh, it's you know just time passes 20 years later 20 years later <laughs> It's going to be a different thing. But Cyclops sounds identical. Yeah. To me, me, my my Um, X-Men. I am reading... uh, I'm currently reading some X-Men, some of the older X-Men. All right. Um, And I read this... Because I was reading on Marvel Unlimited. Right. Pardon me. 
an app I must cancel. Um, I use it every, I'd say I use it like every week. So I'm not going to cancel it yet. Okay. No, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm a bit. seriously just talking about me though. Cause yeah. um, I, I do not, I have not, I've used it once or twice over two years and it's like, I'm just mm. pissing away money. Um, mm. Fair. I, I, I read, I read stuff I don't want to buy basically. Mm-hmm. And then I got some cool X-Men collections for Christmas, uh, Epic collections, and I was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to do a little bit of reading before some of these stories, and then I couldn't find those books online or uh, in town, Um, uh, so I was using the Unlimited app, but then I did find one of the books I was looking for on adverts, and I got it for a steal. Uh, which is great. But anyway, start reading new X-Men. It's it's old comic books are hard. Mm. They're just not enjoyable. <laughs> because it's basically just images with word balloons explaining what's going on in the images. Mm. You can read the images. You can see what's going on in the image. But then Stan Lee would have to go in there and explain exactly what's happening in the image. And like, stories like they're just everything is just so flat and one-dimensional and moves so slowly it's 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 tough going yeah it's tough going um and they're all kind of jerks at start <laughs> yeah yeah all i say is poor jean gray but um everybody's inappropriate with her in the comics Ah, right, okay. Yeah, even, even I think even Xavier says like one or two weird things and it's just like, that's your student, dude. But anyways, yeah, it's a slug. Uh, but I, I, you know what, I'll do it. I said, I said I'll do it, so I'll do it. But uh, I'll try. Um, but yeah, X-Men 97 animation looks weird, but I'm not like, I'm not really excited for it, but I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, that's that's the way I'm sort of about it as well. I'm, I'm going to end up, I'll watch some of it anyway. I'll see how it, I'll see, I'll see how it does. Yeah. I'll see how it does. I'll see how it does. Yeah. See see how it does. Um, um any other, any other Marvel? Well, not necessarily Marvel, but uh, oh, well, we had. Well, I was, I was going to say Madame Web. I think came out this week. Uh, yeah, you didn't I, see that? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. And um, I don't think I will because I just don't want to give. Like I just like like Sony are just yeah they don't they don't need the validation here yeah like kind of it's like. If it was an MCU movie or something and it was done in a sincere way or whatever, I don't know. I would absolutely see it. But, like, I'm not going to go to the cinema to watch it. It's uh, X-Men Marvel, or sorry, a Sony Marvel movie. Because I may as well just go back in a time machine and watch some shy action from early 2000s. Like, they have not evolved at all. 20 Did you see years. the thing that took the, um, looked at the writers of Madam Web? I know the produ- one of the producers is super problematic. Well, the hold on, give me a second. Um, he's just a, he's just a goober. Like he's just always he was doing Transformers, GI Joe. He's always trying to just like peddle stuff and make things dark and edgy and bland. So uh, the writers of Madame Web, you've got Madame Web, Morbius, Dracula Untold, Gods of Egypt, The Last Witch Hunter, and the Power Rangers movie from a few years back. So it is one after the other, dog shit. I enjoyed the Power Rangers movie for a couple of years back, but uh, just because, like... No, you didn't. I like Elizabeth Banks' Really Repulsive. No, I did. I th- thought Elizabeth Banks was class really in that repulsive. movie. Yeah. Well, it was Really Repulsive. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Repulsa, um, I think. Repulsa. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, kind of like, just just pleasantly surprised 
with with, with some of the movie. Uh, like, like I said, I like Elizabeth Banks anyways. But um, I did watch The Beanie Bubble with her and Zach Galifianakis. That was interesting. But mm. um, but yeah, no kind of like, they're all horrendous movies. Dracula Untold, I think, was kind of, I liked. There, the, the thing about them is there's, there's a concept there. There's an elevator pitch. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and if you're yeah. in a room with somebody and you get that psyched about fun. the elevator pitch, it's like that sounds fun. Like Gods of Egypt, yeah, that kind of sounds fun. Like the yeah, I never watched like it. an adventure through a sort of uh, a pantheon of gods that you're not familiar with, but like uh, the execution of them one after the other is just being like, no, these don't work. These are no good. Anyway. Mm. Well, look, uh, madam, like, and like to be honest, I, 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 the thing is, like, I really like Dakota Johnson. I think she's brilliant. She's a great actress, and I liked her in like so many things I've seen her in. She's brilliant, but like, I've seen her even talk about this movie. She couldn't give, she couldn't give less of a shit. Oh, and I don't blame her. It's a job. Yeah, well, like that's that's the fucking the weird thing about it is like the the degree of push that is happening in the media end of things of it. Like they are really pushing that fucking film, uh, but like you, I mean, she has got to be spending so much of her fucking day going. I hate pushing this piece of shit. You know, like there's a degree as well of like there's a degree as well of people going. You know, are actors unclear? Uh, which MCU they're involved in when they get onto these things. I think some actors don't care. I think some actors are adults that have never, ever, ever had the slightest bit of interest in these things, you know? Yeah, they just see, they hear Marvel and they hear Paycheck and 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 away they go. And they know like, they know kind of like, oh, one of those Marvel movies? Oh yeah, Yeah. that's a, that's a good get, you know? They they don't quite realise. I mean, like the, the story of Matt Smith checking with Karen Gillan as to whether or not he should do a Marvel movie and she was like, absolutely. And then he went off and did Morbius and it's like, yeah, Oh, you guys weren't communicating clearly enough. Yeah. Um, the other news, of course, was the Fantastic Four yep. cast announcement with that piece of art by Wes Burton, I think it is. I think um, it is. Uh, well, I know that's, I know that's the guy, I just whether it's Bert or Wes Burton or Wes Bertlin or I don't I can't quite remember the last name. Uh, it's a nice piece of art. Yes. So we've got uh, Pedro Pascal. We've known him for a while. Vanessa Kirby from the Mission Impossible movies. I've never been quite... I guess I might say I've never been quite mad on her, but it's also what I mean is I've not seen enough of her to know. Yeah, I've not seen enough of her now to know. Um, Ebon Mas Bachrak, uh, who is uh, uh, out of the uh, the bear, uh, he's cool. He's great. Big. He can do a big character. Yeah. He's going to be. He's going to be great. Migrant ship um, in Punisher. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be a voice or if he's going to actually be an on set kind of like presence. But, so, um, I would imagine both. Well, I mean, like, you know... I mean, like, he's going to be on set for a portion of it, and then... Right, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, Rocket Raccoon isn't... Yeah, no, and then Groot as well, yeah. On set, you know, they use Sean Gunn as the body. Um, and then Joseph Quinn. I do not know who Joseph Quinn is. He was in Stranger Things. He was a character in Stranger Things. He was uh, the guy... Did you watch last Stranger Things? I did, I yeah, think he was, was the guy who played the guitar and sacrificed Go away, himself. was he Eddie? Yeah. Eddie. Oh, okay. I like him. He's got he's he's got charisma. He's got charisma. Here, don't take my word for that. I might be wrong. No, you're right. You're right. I just I was used to him with the hair, whereas his natural hair, um, its line is withdrawing. <laughs> There's the crux of being a man. That's the crux of being a man, is it? Your hairline receding. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's the crux of being a man, though. Yes, you're, isn't it the testosterone that makes your hair fall out? 
Oh, okay. I guess I, I see what you're saying. Um, no, the only reason I mention it is because you know he's he's Johnny Storm, the kid brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's yeah. supposed to be the like, you know, original comics. He's like barely eighteen, impulsive. Yeah, yeah. kitty wig. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, this guy, this guy looks like he's seen some shit. Um, so, I would I would say I was talking to someone about this during the week, but I would say. And I haven't read this anywhere, but I'd, I'd fairly imagine, and you're probably going to say I'm wrong or I'm right, I don't know. But, uh, like, I don't know how much of an origin story this is going to be in the sense of, like, we've seen the origin story twice before in movies yeah, and stuff, you know? Just jump into it. I think they're going to jump into it a bit. But uh, it's possibly going to end with them being in the negative zone and then kind of being, like, coming out of it and, you know, time has passed X amount during the present day Marvelverse. Right. What, what are we going to start in the sixties or something? Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. I like that idea. So I, I can swear to God, I did not read anything. I, I just, it's just pure. Like, it's. I, 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 I know it's in the sixties. I assume. Well, I assumed it was in the sixties. Look at the artwork; it's all sixty-ish, and yeah. the Marvel logo; it's all sixty, sixty, sixties. And I think yeah. I read somewhere that it is in the sixties. But I, from that. Uh, I would have, I would have kind of, I basically trying to think like, how can they, if it's in the sixties, how will they come into the present day universe? And I think they'll just, I think they'll, they'll do a thing where they've gone to the negative zone. Time has passed, X amount, and Doom and the Fantastic Four are in. They, um, so they're in the sixties. They're scientists. They're astronauts. They're running an experiment. It gets them into the negative zone. Going to the negative zone gives them the superpowers. And through the movie, they come out the other end of it in modern day. Potentially, could be. Yeah, that's the journey. You reckon? Yeah, it 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 gives us an origin story and gets them into the modern Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. And like, all right, you know, well, no need to see that then. Yeah, uh, everybody yeah. can just cancel that from I, their schedules. I'd love if that was true and I got it right, but but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, like that. What else? You said you watched Asteroid City. How did you find Asteroid I, City? I watched a good that's few movies. Wes Anderson's movie came out last year. Yeah, I, I remember I was watching it. I remember Tara, shout out to Tara. We love Tara. I remember Tara was saying uh, it was, oh, sorry. I remember Tara was saying it was a little bit self-indulgent of Wes, you know? Yeah, I think they all uh, feel that way the first time you see them, though. Yeah, and then I did watch it, and I kind of felt like it was a little bit self-indulgent of, of, of Wes. But, um, yeah, like Scarlett Johansson in it is great. Uh, that other guy who's in all of his stuff uh, was fun. Um, it, it was grand. It wasn't actually particularly like outstanding or very you know who's that guy who's in all his stuff um oh I like him don't get me wrong he's great uh Brandon no what's his name who who do you mean I'm trying to work out who you're talking oh sorry uh he was the photographer and the father of the kids is that Ed norton no 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 um oh I forgot about that aspect of it yeah it's a it's a it's a wild old movie actually. It's told as a play, right? Yeah, yeah. It's told as a kind of a, a play. Jason Schwartzman. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Jason Schwartzman's great. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Jason Schwartzman, Rupert Friend, Margot Robbie, Adrian Brody, Sophie Lillis, Jake Ryan, Tom Hanks. Maya I forgot Margot Hawk. Robbie was There's in it, yeah. so many people in this movie. Um, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Lee uh, Shriver. Jeff yeah. Goldblum, Matt Dillon, Brian Cranston, Tilda Swinton. Uh, See, I don't, even, Foe, Jeffrey I don't Wright, even remember. Jeffrey Wright, Rita Wilson. I don't even remember uh, some of those people being in it. Now that you say mm. it, do you know what I mean? Steve uh, Carell, Tilda Swinton, yeah. Um, Adrian Brody's scene was fun as well. I forgot about this. The whole fucking it is Adrian Brody, right? 
Um, it's yeah, it's it's all presented to you like a, a stage play, and like it's a it's a script being performed, and well, there's points where it comes back to the writer, and he's talking to writing students, going, "How do I make the end of this work?" And yeah, and then and but Brian Cranston is also not like it's 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 on three different tiers almost. You have Cranston narrating the story of the theater person, theater person writing the show of Asteroid City or a production of Asteroid City. You know, you know what I mean? I yeah. can't remember, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, fun old, fun old, dense old show. Yeah, um, or movie rather. Uh, it was all right. It was all right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in a. Ru- I'm not like. I'm never in a rush to watch Wes Anderson stuff. I think I've only really seen Battle Rocket and The Life Aquatic. Oh really? Yeah. I would Check love out Grand Budapest Hotel. It's great. Uh, uh, yeah, you see, if, to be honest, the only one I want to watch is the Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I've been dying to watch it for years, and I never got around to it. Really? That's the yeah. one you want to watch, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's just because Roald Dahl, you being yeah. a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it look, it look, and it looks beautiful. It looks like great. It does. Great fun. It does, and to be fair. I've seen clips and they all look really fun, really, 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 like, entertaining. Yeah, looks good. Yeah. But um, I watched The Colour Purple. Okay. We're off Asteroid City. Uh, the Colour well, Purple, well, you, well, No, we're there. I, we're done. We're I just don't really, yeah, I don't really want to say anything else about Asteroid City. It's fine. It's, 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 I, I it's, it's, it's. Wes Anderson. Fair enough. Fair enough. Being super Wes Anderson-y with like, you know, a cast that's just probably too overwhelming to a degree. By the time you get through the movie, it's just like, oh yeah, that person's there and that person's there. But um, Colour Purple, have you seen the original? No. So tell me tell me what Colour Purple is and does and what's it about. I don't so, know it. Like, give me, the, give me the story. So I... I don't particularly remember the, the original. However, uh, growing up, we had a VHS in my house that was recorded at home. And I had a sticker on it that said the color purple. And I remember putting it on uh, when I was very young and seeing a really sad scene. Uh, and it's like, oh, God, this movie isn't a fun movie. You know, I didn't know what kind of movie it was. And it wasn't a kid's movie, that's for sure. Um but the story, so basically there was, a, it was based on a book. And then I think Steven Spielberg directed the movie. And uh, I think Oprah might have produced it at the time, or else Oprah went on and produced a Broadway musical of the movie. And then the latest movie is a musical, where the original wasn't. Is it a musical? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, your, your microphone dipped there for a second. I don't know. If is it a musical? Yeah. Yeah, it's a musical. Yeah. Yeah. Which I wasn't expecting, you know. Right. Uh, it's a really fucking harrowing story of abuse. Uh, and it's awful. And it's bizarre that it's a musical sometimes. To be honest, right. but there's there's a father with two daughters, and they live in rural America. I, I think in like the early twentieth century. I think it's nineteen oh nine, right? Um, and they're young women. They're young girls. I should say they're not women. They're young girls. And uh, it transpires that one of them is pregnant, and she gives birth, and the father comes in and he takes it, and he's like, "It's my baby. I'll do what I want with it." Right? You know, like the last baby, and he claims he. Goes off and kills him. Gives him the god. You know? Mm. Uh, and the two young girls are obviously upset. Uh, and they work in the father's shop. The father is like a local chemist or something. You know, in right. the town. He's the chemist. Uh, and one day, one of the girls is coming home, walking home when she's accosted. One of the girls is walking home when she's accosted by a stranger called Mister. Mister is not a nice man. Mister wants her hand in marriage. You know? Mm. Uh and he's 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 not a good guy. So he comes sniffing around, 
then he approaches the father and says, I want your daughter's hand in marriage. And he's like, no, she's smart and intelligent. You can have the other one. Give me like Oof. a cow and a chicken for her, you know? Uh, the girl who's been like pregnant, he made pregnant twice. She has like a kind of special needs, uh, I I would say, you know? Right. Um, uh, and then she's taken by Mr. as a young child. Like she's like, again, she's probably in her early to mid teens and she's taken by Mr. And uh, he brings her to his shithole house. Uh, even though it's massive, he brings her to her shit his shithole house where he has three young kids, and uh, she he makes her clean the house and feed the kids, and he beats her and he rapes her, and he basically just does this to her for forever, you know. And it kind of flashes forward over different periods of time, you know. But uh, it's just horrendous. It's 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 a really it's a tough old story. Um, but then parts of it are so lovely and so musical. sweet. It's a musical dude, yeah. Uh, the oddest thing I'll say about the movie, and like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you do not want to hear how the color purple ends, mm. skip forward. Do you want to hear this? Yeah, go for it. Uh, it's just, I think I think I really enjoyed it. And the singing and the performances were brilliant. The story is really sad and really harrowing. However, uh, they kind of, they kind of basically redeem Mr. Who has spent like 15 to 20 years constantly raping torturing and abusing this poor girl you know mm. even at one stage uh, an ex-wife or something and mister comes back and she lives in the house with them and when she's there mister doesn't touch the poor unfortunate that he's been living with for years so she's happy because he's away from her you know mm. focusing on the, his ex-wife who's like a kind of a famous singer and stuff but um he's yeah but he's just massively abusive physically verbally everything you can imagine but uh yeah just at the end anyways they kind of tried to redeem him a little bit because she basically says to me like you one day you're going to do right by me you know and she kind of curses him and then his life falls to shit but uh he kind of redeems himself but um it's just like fuck off like you can't have a happy ending with them all sitting around the table you know you know singing holding hands and all that kind of stuff like he he raped and abused her for years he robbed this poor person of any sort of happiness in life. He kicked her. He tried to rape her sister because so when when she when the when the poor young girl moves into the house of Mister, of course her father's eyes turn to the other sister when she's not there. But the other sister is kind of more in tune with her faculties and stuff. When she's she's very articulate, intelligent, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and she runs to her sister, going, "Oh, Dad tried to touch me." So they convince Mister to let her stay there. But then Mister tries to tries it on with her, and when she mm. doesn't reciprocate, he kicks her out, and she never sees her again. But she writes to her every single week. But Mister hides all the letter and they, he letters, and he never lets the two sisters talk to each other again. And then she finds all the letters and stuff like that. But like, yeah. it's just it's 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 a good movie. It's a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. But like, it's it's bizarre that it's a musical, and it's just yeah, more that's bizarre. Crazy to me. But it's just more bizarre that they, they gave it a happy ending, including Mister. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I just think that's and I think that's weird for a movie that came out in twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, whatever it came out. Fair. Um, who's in it? One second. Um, I can pull it up here. I got the pull up twenty twenty three, and starring Taraji P Henson, Danielle Brooks, Coleman Domingo, Corey Hawks, Gabriella Wilson, Holly Bailey, Louis Gossett Jr. Uh, yeah, so the people. ones the ones I know, to be honest, uh, are what do you call her? Uh, Daniel Brooks because she's brilliant. I, to be honest, she's she's just been great. Oh, she's in Sue's um, Peacemaker. She's brilliant. Okay, she's excellent. Uh, uh, I know Tara G. P. Henson, uh, Louise Lewis 
Oh, I thought I, know, I thought I did know him. No, it's not him. Um, they're the most. They're the most. Uh, they're, they're the they're the ones. That, they're the actors I would kind of know from previous things. You know, mm-hmm. um, and like you know, Coleman uh, Domingo, who plays Mister. Like mm. he's brilliant, but it's it's it's, a, it's, it's a scary role. Uh, yeah. Fantasia Barino, who plays uh, Sally, she's brilliant, but it's a brutal role. You know, um, yeah. like yeah, the the acting and everything, it's very good. And the characters, like I said, kind of like there's there there's some really interesting characters in it. But it's it's a tough tough watch. But the acting is brilliant, and some of the singing is phenomenal. That's great. Yeah, but uh, I would rec- I, I would recommend it. But like you know, if you're into musicals, I'd recommend it. Uh, other than that, it's kind of it's it's hard. Or I don't know. It's, it's just yeah, it's, it is hard. But it's, it's yeah, just odd yeah, that yeah. they gave it a happy ending. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very odd. Yeah. Uh, the other thing you have on your like list of t- you've watched or that I've tracked you watch is you said you watched the traitors. The traitors, yes. I watched I watched the American one before. Uh, Emer watched the British one, and we then we uh, the season one of the British one, and I didn't. And then we watched uh, a season of the American one, but we just recently finished the latest season of the British one. Right. Okay. With Claudia Winkleman. How did you find it? Kind of. Uh, it's watched, entertaining. You watched the whole season. We don't yeah. need to like you've you've now watched like three seasons of the flipping thing. So let's not dismiss. It like oh, no, 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 um, no. I, I, like I was the first say, three, like, the three traders. What did you think of the three heads? Like you got the big. What's the ginger guy's name again? Was it Paul Dave? or something? Paul, Dan, Dave. Hold yeah. on, I'm gonna pull it up. What I think was it is it George, the guy who is. I think look here, look. I think it's a lot of fun, and I think it's very good. And obviously, as you and Brian were talking about uh, reality TV show, like we all we're all aware of. Reality TV shows basically record everything and then build a narrative after the fact. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, fuck that. Like, let's just talk about the show we enjoyed. Paul yes, was the ginger guy with the beard. Yeah, I think. He, for, FYI, I just I think Traders is great. Super good entertainment. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, Paul was cool. Like he just like embraced the trader thing so hard, and like uh, was a was a solid like I don't know just. Paul deceptive individual yes I think Paul kind of almost it was like almost like Paul uh, he, like, he talked to him so well he talked to him great he was brilliant uh, but he almost thought was it Harry or something or George more context uh, the the other trader oh um, the young lad um, yeah the young lad uh, Harry yeah the British engineer the army engineer yeah was his name Harry yeah yeah uh, Paul and Ash those were the first three Ash yeah. the woman oh, poor old Ash she was useless God bless her but she'd literally just walk around who do you think of traitors to everybody and it's just like well you keep on talking about it all the time you know terrible the Anthony guy was like so like Aubrey was just gone immediately old dude with the cravat gone I know yeah um, the Anthony guy he, he hung out for a while uh, but he was just like everything everybody said. He was just like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was like, like oh yeah, oh. Like he was so aggro with everybody that said anything to him uh, about these things. Now, even as I say that, I know you know the three minutes of screen time we got with him were aggro, as opposed to the hours and hours of him in a house. But um, like, who, 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 he, sorry, he, who's he, that? He oh, lacked chill, Anthony. Anthony. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Paul got. Like, he got so far and then fucked up. Yeah, I know. He just flew too close to the sun, didn't he? Mm. He got a little bit too 
cutthroat and ruthless. Um, do you know what was really weird about traitors? And I don't think you talked about it. Let me just find the guy's name. Also, I know you're talking about the B-roll with the shots of the people. Because I also said to Emer, like, what's the story like? So they, they, we see them driving, getting dropped off in cars. And then we're meant to think that they're staying in, like... What? You see like, them what? every episode getting dropped off in cars. Yeah, and then you used to see them. But also, do you ever notice when they when they, they they're there, they're always wearing their jackets. I say that house is fucking freezing. Mm. I think um, I was listening to uh, the rest is entertainment podcast, and they were talking about the like the degree of like cover these shows put on them in order to avoid any assertion that they're misleading. Mm-hmm. Like they they don't want to get caught out telling people that they're staying in this house. When they aren't staying in the house, yeah, they d- they don't want there to be any perception that there's um, something you're not being told from a production standpoint. Yes, anyway. of course, yeah. No, I was just gonna say uh, I'm trying to find a, the guy, but I can't actually find him. Um, I think I I want to say his name is Brian, but I'm not too sure. It was Brian, yeah. He was a 33 year old uh, Glasgow photographer from Glasgow, and right. what the fucking what the fuck? Basically, he was a guy who was told that he was like a sheeple or something, or the most <laughs> Do you remember that yeah, guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the biggest sheep or the most following. And he like, had, he had an he, absolute meltdown. It absolutely destroyed his ego. Mm. And he just couldn't let it go. And then it was just a kind of case of like, like, are you actually talking? Like, man, you've, you've, you've completely, just like, you, you've ruined yourself. Like, mm. you've undone yourself. That was bizarre. He took. He just took such an aversion to the, to, to the statement. You know, it was. It, it's. It's a game. It was like it's silly, but like he got so fixated on it where he just couldn't let it go, and it was just like even when he brought it back up, people were just like, "What? What are you talking about? You talk about that again?" You know, it was nuts. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was mad. Like especially towards the end of it as well. Like, like this is like not about him though, but just like one of the the weird things about. I, like the way the show went, it's like how did everything keep turning up Harry's way? You know, like he won that fucking game with the sword. He got that fucking immunity. He got that fucking like just the dominoes just kept falling for that guy, which was fucking. Well, that's it though. He played a blinder, and he also had a lot of luck in his uh, and things in his favor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Uh, would you ever like? You know, obviously, like kind of. Uh, you know. You're not going to, but uh, would you ever do a show like that? I think it'd be, I think it'd be hundred percent. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I don't know. The, um, there's a company called Kite Entertainment. I think an Irish company has pitched it to RTE and like pitched licensing it and creating an Irish version of it. Um, and there's part of me that's like, yeah, fucking cool. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go hang out for a week. Yeah. Um, I think you should. It's hilarious. Uh, but like, I don't know how you get on that show. Um, well, apparently, you- they people do get approached based on a degree of social media following. Um, as opposed to, I have received the same messages from reality TV shows, right over the years. Yeah, and they will just blanket drop messages yeah. like across the board. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so well, I was approached to do a handful of TV shows, but I'd say also like twenty other people I know in my circle. Right. Okay. okay. Where I, I, see what you're I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I, it's not really indicative. It's not a direct offer. You'd just be getting into a pool of people that might get selected. I see what oh, you're saying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I not, see. yeah. There's there's some interns somewhere being like, look at this hashtag, find people with maybe at least this many followers or this type of content and approach them. Or just drop in drop DMs, you know. Yeah. I've been approached by 
yeah, like Sky and mm-hmm. oh no, MTV and TLC. So they would that would probably tell you what shows they were. But yeah, MTV and TLC. Yeah. What was the TLC show? Uh, Ink Master. Oh. I think that's TLC. What would you have, What would you have been? Oh, a, a tattooer. They wanted me on the show to tattoo, or they were, good. you know. Uh, and then the other show was like, yeah, I won't go into that. It's a, it's a dirt show. People I know wanted to do it, and I kind of was just like, yeah, if you do that, good luck to you. But um, there's many reasons to do t- TV. I don't think I would do it like in a tattoo sense. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know. Um, like, I, oh, is it like you know, as in, like, yeah, you did those shows, man. Like, kind of, you know, you're not, you, you, it's, 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 it could go either way for you, but like, kind of, like, uh, traders, though, man, it's good fun. If you like the traders, there is a TV show on Netflix that we did watch, uh, kind of just like fell into randomly. Uh, it's called Trust or something, and it's the same type of thing. There's a large kitty of cash, and right. at the end of each episode, you get the, you, you don't have to vote for anybody. You don't have to vote for anybody, or you can vote for somebody. And if you get a vote, you can you're gone. You know that kind of way. Mm-hmm. And like the whole group are trying to stick together. They're kind of just like, let's not vote for anybody. Let's just all get to the end, and we can share all this money. You know. And then they're giving certain offers in secret and all this kind of stuff. It's fun. It's okay. similar. It's similar. What was the name of the show again? Trust. It's something. Trust. Trust the Netflix show or something Netflix game, but uh, but Traders is superior. Traders is superior. Yeah, it's a it's a fun show. Yeah, um, I guess the last thing then um, was uh, you said you were looking at Ted the TV series. Is that all available somewhere? Where is that streaming? HBO, I think. Is it HBO Max? HBO or Hulu or Paramount over here? I can't remember. Oh, Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Hulu. H- Hulu. Uh, so Ted's super super fucking weird. Okay. Ted's weird. How so? So, like, obviously it's based on the movie with Mark yeah. Wahlberg. And it's a Seth MacFarlane production and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. The TV show itself, Emer and I watched it. I watched one or two episodes. Or we watched a handful of episodes. But uh, the first episode is okay. It's entertaining. One, the se- I think it's the second or third episode. One of them is literally fucking hilarious. Like, I've never heard Emer laugh that much. And I'm fucking hilarious you know mm, yeah you're pretty fucking funny yeah yeah exactly and uh it's 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 literally that funny it's great then the rest of it's very met and boring the weird thing about ted is like it's a formulaically yeah i know it's a sitcom so it's mm-hmm. very different in the movies well the problem i have with it as a sitcom is every episode is 40 to 50 minutes long it's a bit long yeah it's it's too long for a sitcom format. I'm, I get, I've gotten bored watching episodes of it. Like, have you watched just, Ted? I, I, I watched half an episode. I saw okay. clips of it and went, "This is actually doing it." Like, I'm, I'm having fun. Let's watch an episode. And I got like halfway through and was like, "These are sitcom level problems over like a TV hour." Yeah, and it's like it's extended by the fact that they're giving these characters huge swathes of time to riff with one another and and be funny about like, you know. Just vaguely off kilter. Anyway, go on, go on, keep talking. It's just like the kid who's playing Mark Wahlberg mm. kind of has a tickets Boston ac- Boston accent. Yeah, and I feel like the rest of them don't as much. You yeah, know? but like I know, like so. But what I'm trying to say is like I know it's a very formulaic sitcom, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, Family Guy 
is an animated sitcom to a degree. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's literally, it's literally the exact same as watching a live action Family Guy, American Dad, The Cleveland Show, etc. You have the mom, you have the dad, you're like, you know, you have the mother who's like at home, the homemaker. You have the father who works 60 hour a week, is always giving out about his damn kids, drinking mm. and has bad hot takes on all the, you know, all things, but it's somewhat actually. F is your family kind of thing. Pardon? Yeah. F uh, is your family as well. But like, yeah, exactly. But it's like, it's the mother, it's the father, it's the son and it's the daughter, you know, and then it's the insert uh, anthropomorphic sentient creature here slash talking baby. You know what I mean? Like it's Ted yeah. or it's Brian or it's Roger or it's Dewey or it's whatever, you know, and um, the music cues, the establishing shots of environments beforehand. Uh, they even go off in tangents sometimes. Like they'll have a whole like, like, you know, oh, imagine. And then they'll just like go into the two lads doing some hypothetical situation. You know what I mean? Like it's literally live action family guy and it's weird. Mm. Yeah, that's that was my take on it as well. Like, you, you got to say the one thing for fucking McFarlane is that, like, he just picked a fucking format and he just does it and does it and does it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe there's that um, thing as well with the, like, um, oh, give me a second. Oh, I'll give you more than that, honey. Um, there's a guy, um, uh, Norman Lear. Like, there's a couple of these guys who are just like, and like the Berlantiverse, you know, it's a couple of guys who, in terms of production, um, uh, there's a couple of these guys who, in terms of production, uh, find a niche and keep working it. And by the time you've got Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, American Dad, um, and now Ted, and then add into it um, the uh, the Star Trek. Yeah, Orville. Orville thing. Yeah. Um, um, he's, he's just he's just worked out a niche to 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 a groove to grind, I guess is the way to put it. Um, so yeah, it, it's just like, the thing is, if he wasn't doing it kind of well at the same time, getting good, decent enough writers in, like I fell off the fucking animated stuff pretty quickly. Like I just got sick of, I just, it was all the same rhythm. Uh, so I well, kind like, of dropped I, off of it. I would have watched a lot of it to be fair. I would have watched an awful lot of, uh, family guy and then American dad and stuff. Um, and I enjoy both of them. You know, I think Family Guy is fun as a family sitcom type of thing. But then I think American Dad is fun as a kind of a bit more of a situational sitcom. Right. I don't know that kind of sounds stupid, but do you know what I mean? Like Family Guy has a bit of a, or American Dad has kind of like government tropes and, you know, espionage tropes and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Has a bit more of a kind okay, of. Okay, there's a bit of an arc, is there? Uh, is there is sometimes these shows do bits of arcs and stuff. But no, but they have like kind of like, you know. It has a bit more of a story as opposed to like, you know the way like the Simpsons are, they're just a family. Homer and Marge got married, had kids. That's that's that story. Uh, Peter and uh, uh, Lois got married, they had the kids. That's that story. But like in Family Guy, it's like uh, Steve works in the CIA. He finds Roger, who's an alien, and he stays in his house and, you know, all this type of stuff. Uh, it kind of, it, there's a kind of scenario there. So there's like kind of, it kind of, it helps in writing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but, uh, like a lot I, of it is what? just build your world, build your characters, and then have, bounce them off each other. Yeah. We haven't seen these two hang out. Let's write them. We haven't yeah. seen the bar, we haven't seen the butcher. We haven't seen the hairdresser. We haven't seen the, Mm-mm. you know, put them in situations in a world and you'll get Mm-mm. stuff happening. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I like them. I like them. I haven't watched them in years. I haven't watched anything. The only thing, the last thing I watched that Seth MacFarlane did was, uh, 
the Orville and I watched some episodes of it but I think uh, he's better behind the camera than he is in front of it I, I do gotta give him credit for like I think I don't know I feel like Brian would jump in and go no you don't have to fucking give him any credit but like it's hard to be in front of a camera and he's doing a great job he's, he's a great job he's a great job I don't I'm this when I say I think he's better behind the ca- or behind the camera is like kind of like I just I, I maybe I just didn't buy him as that role as the, the captain of the Orville to a degree you know what I mean like or at least initially he, he becomes more endearing and much more likeable as it goes on like he kind as of the, changes as the show goes on it becomes a Star Trek show at yes. the start they're trying to be a family guy show yeah and as the show goes on it actually becomes a better Star Trek show than some Star Trek shows yeah, because it yeah. was, because it was, it was on uh, concurrently with early Discovery when we were just trying to get back to like, hey, Star Trek's back on the telly, right? Oh, this isn't Star Trek. What the fuck yeah. is this? And yeah. then you had this show doing Star Trek, where it's like, like I love. We've talked. Oh fuck, we're getting fully nerdy again. But like, I like Strange New Worlds because there's like there's a literally a scene where they just all have dinner in the captain's cabin and talk about shit, you know, rather than just like perpetually running at Dutch angles and mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. lens flare and explosions. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not go too nerdy because I know you hate nerdy things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, I get you. Uh, did you watch anything? I haven't watched that much. Um, I haven't watched that much. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is really the most sort of stuff I've been watching because mm-hmm. I've just been like I've been going to practices and applying for jobs. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched that much. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith really is, I think, the last new thing I've watched. And I'm fucking around with YouTube and I've got, like, the West Wing on for fucking time killing. Um, uh, so, okay, you're, well, it's that time of year again where you watch the West Wing annually. <laughs> um, I, it's just it's just noise that I can put on beside me. Well, that's fair. Um, I have no news. I got, I've got to go and teach now, so I think this is where we... Wrap up this week's episode, really. Okay. Um, I was ask you something you want to talk about. I was going to say, I was going to ask you something, but I can't remember. Go over. Mm, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, well, sugar, I don't know. Have you got any comedy gigs coming up that you want to promote? So the 9th of March, we're back at the Pierce Centre. It's a mm-hmm. BYOB place. Awesome. Um, we're doing the Academy Awards the day before the oh, Academy, Academy Awards. Academy Awards. Academy Awards. The Oscats, if you will. Um, so we're going to do that. And where is that? That's going to be the Pierce Centre. You've been there oh, once yeah. or twice. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, little theatre space. So yeah. I have to plan that. Um, but I'm also applying for jobs left, right and centre. So that's my... I know that's not you asking me about plugging things, but like... Oh. Um, I don't know if you watched the Christmas Little Batman show. Uh, yeah, I did watch some of it, yeah. Or movie. Yeah. Um, the company that did that is um, the company that did that is uh, doing another one, and they just listed a whole bunch of jobs. So I've applied for amazing. On that. Why don't you go? Why don't you just move to England and uh, work in Ironman? I heard that they'll train you and then give you a job. Who did you hear that from? I don't know. I applied to three roles in Ardman yesterday. No way. Uh, yeah, that's in Bristol. I yeah, think. Bristol's a nice town. I have not been. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, look, yeah, I'm just applying for fucking jobs. That's my that's my thing, and my complaint at the moment is I just uh, perpetually applying for things and keep well, keep applying. It's going to stick someday, buddy. Really bummed out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, should we nominate a thing to watch for next week? Yes, I will nominate something to watch for next week. Go for it. 
Um, actually, I, I probably would have watched the Iron Claw. Iron Claw. That's a great one. Okay. It's a great one. Okay. Let's watch the Iron Claw for next week. Okay. I'll have a chat about it. Awesome. Okay? Yes. Um, fantastic. Kevin? Yes. Have a good Saturday. You too. Break.